Welcome back to On the Trail with the Shuddies. Sierra's eating Chick-fil-A breakfast. I didn't eat fast enough, so I'm yeah. still eating. And I have some grapes to munch on, but um, I won't disturb you with ASMR of eating grapes. Instead, we just get the crunching of Sierra <laughs> chewing on Chick-fil-A hash browns. <laughs> Every time CR has tried to go to get Chick-fil-A breakfast, it's always too late. Yeah, because they do they cut it off way too early. Mm-hmm, like 10.30 or something. Yeah, 10.30, but I feel like they should cut it off at 11, you know? Yeah. I keep rolling up at like 10.45, and I'm like, are you still? And they're like, no, girl. That's tough. <laughs> so they have to order lunch like wicked early. Mm-hmm. How are so you yeah, doing? How am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing... I I'm feeling a little hot. I'm gonna I'm gonna get over. I'm gonna get warm. Do you here. wanna turn the fan on? Oh no, yes. the AC is gonna kick on too. Hopefully, we've got it set to seventy two though. I was talking about this with Emily yesterday when she came into the shop. Shout out to Emily. Um, and uh, we were talking about how I feel like there's one person who. <coughs> Like is cruising with the home temperature at seventy four degrees, like <coughs> that's what you would enjoy. That's what you would be happy yeah. with. And then I like feel most comfortable and happy at sixty eight degrees. Oh my gosh! And those two people always marry each other. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be like cooking, um, cooking dinner. Like, this doesn't happen a lot as much, but a few months ago, um, I would often like be home while Reagan was working mm-hmm. and I'd be cooking dinner for us. Um, so that when he came home after closing shift at like 9 PM, dinner was ready. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm, I'm home cooking on the stove. Um, and if, I don't know if you have anything in the oven or like on the stove, I feel like the heat from the kitchen just naturally makes the, the air in the house yeah. just warmer. And so there have been many nights where Reagan comes home and I'm like, dinner's done and it smells good and I'm just chilling. And then and then he like walks in the living room and is like, why is it 75 degrees in here? It's so hot and starts to turn down. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't even realize I was so comfortable. I was just cooking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah. So I'll try to avoid that and I'll try to let you know if I get too hot. Now, yeah. my, my toxic trait is that <laughs> if I get too hot, like physically... Um, I can become very irritable, mm-hmm. um, and I'm tr- I want to stay on top of that. Yeah. Uh, well, did I you move that plant over there? I did. It needed more sun. Look it at it. It did need more sun. Also- It looks good, though. It's growing really well. It really is, but the pot, the terracotta pot is moldy, and I don't like it. It looks gross. I don't know if that's so much mold. It's just, like, minerals. It's fuzzy, baby. It's really? Yeah. Huh. Um, oh, I was going to say something. Oh, about you getting irritable. I think it's because you're uncomfortable and you just really don't want to be uncomfortable when you get too hot. As one does. Yeah. And this summer, yo, I don't know what is going on with Texas, Mm. just in general, because last, last year was bad too, but these like the hundred degrees, like I feel like it's, it's a hundred to 103 every single day. For the past week. It, it actually was. Um, and it, it is terrible. Yeah. But, uh, um, 
We are looking yeah. forward to being able to move away. Yes. Oh, can I share something? This is off topic. Yeah. But well, we don't really have much of a topic for today's episode. <laughs> but people, I got my first sunburn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a black woman and I got a sunburn. I did not know that was possible. Well, actually I did. But I, I didn't know that I could get one as easily as I did. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be like, well, I guess I, I was spending hours and hours in the sun, honestly. Yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I apply sunscreen to my body. Mm-hmm. The black girl sunscreen. Mm-hmm. I use that because it goes on sheer and you don't have to worry about like rubbing for an extra two and a half minutes to just get the white cast to go away. And then you, you like turn your arm and it's like indigo looking and just shimmery because um, that's what i <laughs> that's what i grew up having you saying to do you don't want to sparkle and shimmer i'm saying i don't want to go in the water like have you seen a poor black child like put on the regular sunscreen and then they go in the water and come out and they look no like iridescent like it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not fun it's not like it's just you're you know that you're different and mm. you feel different um any of my african-american listeners they know um but the black girl sunscreen is good for not doing that. It just you just put it on and you don't even look like you look like all the white kids that put on sunscreen. Like you can't tell, um, which is nice. But I I wear sunscreen and so was it a week ago or a week and a half ago that we yeah, went on the boat? About a week and a half ago. Um, we went sailing with Reagan's family, which was the first time I've ever been on a boat. And something <laughs> that Reagan's mom said to me. When um, we got on the boat, when everybody was, like, getting ready, she was like, so, Ciara, what boats have you been on before? And I was like, <laughs> a canoe. Um, <laughs> a kayak. <laughs> like, what the heck? Um, but it was it was a really, really nice experience. The boat was beautiful, and sailing uh, on the lake was fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I've never done anything like that before because, mm-hmm. I don't know, my family just didn't do that. And also, we don't, we we didn't have that financial yeah. luxury but it was a really beautiful day to do that it was also it was wicked hot but um we hung out in the lake um for a little bit and i so i had my sunscreen on i was chilling mm-hmm. i've been to the beach i've been to the lake so like and i'm 22 i've 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 lived summers before so <laughs> i know like kind of I i know that my skin gets a lot darker and i know mm-hmm. what happens and how i feel and things and so i was sitting in the lake in a floaty yep i don't know how we we were out there all day we like on, on the boat the pretty much all day um like from we from, probably had that anchoring spot for a good three or four hours yeah yeah we were on the boat from probably like nine to five you see maybe ten. Ten to five okay ten to five so a whole day a whole work day <laughs> um and yeah, and and I, I I got a lot darker, like a, a shade and a half darker, because that's just what my skin does. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, when I got home, when we got home, I noticed that like, a where a part where my swimsuit didn't cover on my chest was like a little bit red. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I'd seen that before, in like in a few summers ago, like that I'll have a little bit red, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's fine, and then nothing really happens. It just kind of, like, gets better. I don't know. But then it was itching just a little bit, but, like, not nearly as bad as Reagan's back was. He got a bad sunburn. Um, and then a few days later, it started to peel. 
And I'm like, I'm experiencing the symptoms of a sunburn right now. Is that the first time you're, you're done, you've ever gotten a sunburn and it peeled? Yeah, that's like the first time ever. But the yeah. thing about it is, like, it there was no pain at all. And the itching was, like, it was, it was like, not even as bad, bad as a bug bite. Mm. So... I like like I said I put sunscreen on but like the fact that I have so much melanin like even though I did get a minor sunburn that is currently peeling on my chest and like not even crazy it's just like it's there there's enough for me to be like oh I got a sunburn there but it's not mm. like a whole freaking layer of skin that's just like like this me big yeah Reagan had it bad um but I don't know I, I it was it was really fascinating um because I knew that black people can get sunburnt mm-hmm. But I didn't know, like, how long I'd have to be in the sun before that happened. Um, and I just I just think it's really cool how how God put the melanin and mm-hmm. how, how that works. And, like, the fact that Reagan was in so much pain and just very uncomfortable with his sunburn. It was all over his back, and his back was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, anyway, that, was, that fascinated me for a little bit. So my skin is peeling, and it's, it's weird. But um, I felt no pain. What cracks me really up cool. is that you uh, you did riffing for a summer. I did in Rhode Island. But the thing was, I couldn't take my shirt off because I was around all these boys, and it was so <laughs> annoying. Because it was wicked hot. It was like ninety degrees in July, and like we were working on a roof. Baby. Hmm. You know, ninety degrees in July is like actually kind of cool for well, Texans. I, I, I do now. <laughs> but for anybody who's like listening in another place or like Rhode Island, obviously. Or even in North Carolina, like, it, yeah. 90 degrees is hot anyway. But if you're, like, on the roof and, you know, it's, like, absorbing all the heat because it's, like, black, you know. And I was working with a lot of guys. And, of course, since they were hot, they, like, hot because of the weather, um, they were able to take the shirts off. And I was the only girl up there, so I couldn't. And I was sweating buckets, so I didn't get a sunburn <laughs> then because, That's tough. because I couldn't take my shorts and shirt off. But anyway... Um, let's talk about what we're talking about today. Okay. Um, we've made some really good progress on the van. Um, last episode we talked about the vent that we had, um, and we went ahead and installed it. And that was a yeah. kind of a sketchy process. Um, cutting holes in metal roofs is a lot sketchier than I anticipated it to be. Um, we had a jigsaw, which was good. We had to buy some metal blades. We really didn't, we didn't buy the right pack. <laughs> jigsaw blades come in packs of like five, usually, and uh, we bought a multi-pack, and that only had one metal blade in it, and it snapped. Ooh, yeah. In the first, like, eight inches of the cut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we're like, oh snap. The good news was Deborah had um, another metal blade sitting around for her, her jigsaw, mm-hmm. um, and so we were able to use that and we were able to finish the cut. But it was, it was, um, it was tough to get. Oops. Do you want to pause it? No. I think your camera just died. Okay. Okay. We're just stop recording. We need if we're gonna do video <laughs> for this podcast, we need to get a better camera situation. 
Because all the cameras we have run out of battery and stop recording in, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, the um, one that we're using right now is just, like, a... It's it's a DSLR camera, yeah. but it's more meant for photographs. And it, it has, like, the video option. Mm -hmm. But I think what we need to do is get, like, something like a vlog camera. Like an actual video vlog yeah, camera. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so we... Um, I was up on the roof, cutting the hole in the roof, and it was um, really sketchy. Also, the sun was going down, so I couldn't really see very well. Yeah. I didn't have the right, like, ear and eye protection. It was really, um, really loud. It was too. really loud. But we finally got the hole cut. Um, CR installed the vent, and um, it's not quite waterproof. We still need <laughs> to get back up there and put some fresh silicone on it. But, um, yeah, that's the... Uh, we'll do that after we do the 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 ceiling panels. Um, no, sorry. I looked at the the other piece of the vent that goes on the inside. Mm -hmm. I looked at it and thought about that, <laughs> so that's why I said that. Oh. Um, honestly, we should probably do it today or soon because we were not gonna have rain for a while. The problem was we we put the vent on, mm -hmm. put the the silicone caulk on, and then like the next day it rained. Yeah, <laughs> and like, so, like, like, he like it dumped. Like heavily rained, and we're like, bruh. Yeah. Uh, it didn't really get a chance to, to seal um, and and solidify. Um, so, yeah, do you want to tell, tell them about the other stuff we did? Yeah, um, we, um, we installed, well, <laughs> <laughs> Reagan did a phenomenal job of um installing the floor yay um he he it was i'm astonished not i'm not surprised because reagan is so good at putting things together and like i knew that he would he would put the floor together like really mm -hmm. well but just like the way it came out and it was just like so satisfying just like mm -hmm. um okay so reagan cut the plywood pieces mm -hmm. um the plywood boards that we received yeah. um and there are like some kind of interesting curves in the um in the van yeah. we, we have an astro van um as a reminder and there are just like th there's stuff on the inside of the van like on the floor that like like the wheel wells that we have to work around and then yeah. um the, the gas what it would be like the gas i don't the, even know how to fuel, describe it like there's it's, it's it's the line where that connects like the the place that you put the f gas pump into and then like the hose that goes down to the actual gas tank yeah it sort of cuts into the body of the van a little bit mm -hmm. and so there's a a, a, a cover like covering that but it, it like juts into the space yeah so so reagan had to um like measure that and mm -hmm. draw lines or in like kind of curves um into the plywood to so that he could he could put it in flush with mm -hmm. the wall but like with all the stuff that's poking out so um it was a lot and he did wonderful um wonderfully and um so we we have the the floor down now which is really great um and and then we don't have to be crunching on the um the insulation mm -hmm. on the floor anymore when we were trying oh to gosh. do stuff um 
and I, the same day that we installed the vent, um, Reagan started on, on the floor and I, fin- I continued adding insulation to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, now we, we just need one more foam board to, um, insulate the walls yep. and then we can start putting, um, yeah. the wood, the wood on the walls then and stuff. I think as far as build goes, it's all just cutting, shaping, designing wood mm-hmm. and installing it, mm-hmm. um, I don't think there's much else to the build. We um, have to we have to make our bed. Yeah, but I'm. I guess I would just say that because there's no like other steps of. Got to do this with the van. Got to do that with the the other thing. It's just like okay, we can build it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that we are just. Sorry, my bag is itching. I'm glad that we're just uh, we're not putting any extra flooring on. We were gonna put some extra flooring on to make it aesthetic looking. But what we realized is that the bed frame is going to cover, like, literally 90% of the, the floor yeah. space. <laughs> um, it's a pretty small van. Um, it's bigger than a minivan, but it's not much bigger than a minivan. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 the queen-size futon mattress that we have that we're going to use is going to cover a good 90% of the floor space and so there's not really much that's going to be seen anyway. We may as well just um we may as well just cover it up with the bed and not add any flooring. Um mm-hmm. so that'll simplify the progress process even further. And it's good that we're simplifying it because we need it to be we uh, we need it to be done mm-hmm. by August twenty first. August twenty first. We have an official date. Yes, we have we have come up with a deadline that mm. we need this van build to be done by, mm. um, which uh, is it's the it's August twenty first because um, we are going to be attending um, my friend's wedding, um, mm-hmm. my friend Sarah's wedding in Rhode Island at the end of August. Yeah. Um, and so we figured this is the perfect time to take the van on the first like test run, mm-hmm. um, test trip to, um, to, to see if like, like it, once everything is done, mm-hmm. um, how, how does it like, if, if living in it, yeah. well, yeah, we can, with the test going on a test drive mm-hmm. a test trip with it, um, We'll be able to work out some kinks and get used to it. Yeah, and we can we can still bring it back to exactly. the apartment because mm-hmm. we'll still have a place to live. Yeah. Um, like, and if we have to fix anything or if we want to like tweak stuff, we can do that. So, mm-hmm. it it's um yeah so it's exciting and I'm like excited to go on that trip um mm-hmm. with the van fully built out. Yeah. But now we just gotta get there and yeah. we're definitely in a good position. Um, yeah. Because we've done a lot of work on it. Mm-hmm. Something else we're doing to prepare for that is selling things that we don't need. Yes. Ciara has been really good um, in her in her spare time to. Uh, she's been taking some really good photos of things, staging them nicely, Thanks. and um, <coughs> then uh, putting it up on Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. And we've already sold a dresser. Yes. Um, and we're about to sell our mattress. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be sleeping on the futon mattress that we'll yeah. be sleeping on in the van. Um, but we got some other um, shelving and the futon frame. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you put, yeah, you put the gray chair. I did. I put the gray uh, chair and the... And an Ikea, Ikea coffee table. table. Yeah. 
Um, so at this point, we still have like four different things that we're trying to sell. Basically furniture that we can't mm-hmm. bring. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of bulky. We don't want to like throw it away. Yeah. And it's also like it's not like by the time we do settle down in a place, whether that's like in a year or two mm-hmm. years or something mm-hmm. like that, like all these things are not like, oh, my gosh, I need to keep this because when right. we have a house, you know, it's like yeah. um a lot of it is was given to us for free, mm-hmm. like when we first moved in mm-hmm. to here, or stuff that we already had. Um, mm-hmm. And we figure, like even even though uh, somebody's scheduled to pick up um, our our queen size mattress that yeah. we've been sleeping on in the bedroom, like this Saturday, and we're selling that, and like it's it's gonna be weird to see things go and to like have to like the the um dresser that i was keeping my clothes in is yeah. sold now so yeah. i have to keep them somewhere else and like um but i think it's it would it's a lot easier to have to acclimate when the furniture sells now than to be mm-hmm. like it's like a month before we mm-hmm. move out and we're like crap we have all this furniture we have to sell right. it and like feeling right. anxious about like if this doesn't sell or if we can't get rid of this where are we gonna put it yeah, yeah. also i am trying to sell my art um, I've got a good no- a good number of of pieces hanging up here and just in storage here, and uh, I can't really bring that, unfortunately. Um, so I am trying to sell it. I've been trying to put it on a Facebook group that is meant for selling and buying art. Um, but if any of the listeners want to buy some of my art, then shoot me a holla. yeah um i'm currently working on finishing putting all of my available pieces on my website Mm -hmm. um so check out reagan's abstract expressions.com that's right and um plug yourself uh you'll see my some of my original works for sale there um i'll ship them to you or i'll just take them to you myself if you're Mm -hmm. in the area um and that would be a big help too because yes. we can't take some of these canvases with us. Yeah. Um, also, if I don't, I feel like this is this is kind of a long shot. But since we're talking about it, mm-hmm. um, if anybody is in the Austin area or something like that, and maybe we can, I don't know, link the Facebook Marketplace <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants <laughs> some of the furniture that we're selling. Yeah. Um, yeah. that would be helpful too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll put that. Mm-hmm. Everything's pretty good quality, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're trying to take steps to get ourselves cleared out, get ourselves financially prepared, um, get ourselves ready to to hit the road. A three week trip will be a great practice. Mm-hmm. And then we can come home and um, make any adjustments mm-hmm. or changes or additions that we might need. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, before then we'll need to get a stove so we can cook food, yes, yes. uh, probably a cooler so we can store food, mm-hmm. um, and honestly, I feel like those are the only that's the, that's the real like, necessities, yeah, needs that we have yeah. for the van. It'd be nice to have the, the, the jackery to charge things, yeah, but we don't necessarily need them since we could yeah. stop at places and plug in. Mm-hmm. Especially on this trip too, like, because mm-hmm. we're n- we're not like stopping and mm-hmm. well we're stopping to sleep for things, but yeah. it's not going to be like we're going to be out in the back country for a week, right? Like, yeah. So. 
Mm-hmm. If anything, that can be something that we save for later. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely the stove and the cooler, or at least the cooler, I feel like. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited. What else do we want to talk about? Mm. Can I expose you real quick? <gasps> I guess. Ciara's got baby fever. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. And I can't deny it. We need to talk about it. <laughs> what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Keep my legs closed, I guess. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna have to wait, mm-hmm. or or not. So that's that's the thing though, because it's like so. It's like everybody's like, oh, you should wait to have kids because like, like enjoy your time before children and everything, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be a handful, and you're gonna just wish you waited and everything. And like I've I've heard that like everywhere, mm-hmm. but then it's like, but we're young and it could be so great. And like I know, I feel like I know just as many people and like couples and young women who have had like their first kid at 21 or 18 or like I don't know like 22 um who are like honestly I haven't talked to them (laughs) but um so I don't really know what it's like um so I don't know it's 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 difficult because mixed babies are adorable and um, I know our kids are going to be cute. And I, I want to take care of something. I think that's the biggest thing. I want to yeah. take care of something because we, we don't have pets. We, we don't have a dog. We don't have a cat. Like, there's nothing for me you to... You can take care of me. I do take care of you. <laughs> and I enjoy it. But it's like something about having some little baby thing just taking care of. And it's just me, me, me. It's so cute. And you're... Yeah. Um, we should definitely get a pet, not a, not a child. <laughs> Well, you want a kid too. Don't even I act do. like I'm the only one sitting here. Like, I do. I do want a kid, but I am not ready to be a father yet. I'm probably not ready to be a mother either. But, no. but we do want kids. For everyone who didn't ask, <laughs> we will eventually yeah. have kids. Probably. Hmm. Probably in about a year. Or two. Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna be saying that for the next five years. <laughs> Just next year. We'll next just, year. Yeah, next year. Because the next year's going to come and I'll be like, oh, snap. <laughs> no, but don't get me wrong. I do I do want to have children. Um, I just don't want to bring them into this life that we have right now. Yeah, I agree with that. I want to improve our life. Yeah. Um, and I know that, like, at the end of the day, you can 100%, like, Raise kids, no matter the circumstance. Mm-hmm. It's just, as long as I have a preference mm-hmm. and have the ability to choose, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we'd like to make it easier on ourselves. Yeah. So. I agree with that. I think it's it can be a little bit more difficult as a woman. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you see babies and mm-hmm. if you are just, like, thinking about... Of course, you think about all the good, fun things, right. like rose-colored glasses like mm-hmm. um of of like oh it would be so nice to have a baby and mm-hmm. like oh it'd be so cute and um yes and i would be a wonderful mom and <laughs> this would just be so nice and just yeah that's why i need to get you a dog <laughs> um but yeah i i i find this hilarious for me because 
how I used to be. I would be like, baby fever is never going to come for me. Like, <laughs> I will be strong against this baby mm-hmm. fever, and I'm not going to be like those those women. Those who women. just are crazy for baby. And look at myself now. So, mm-hmm. But I'm fool. not. <laughs> it's just, I, I think it's a beautiful desire. And it's definitely like a God-given, like, planted desire to have yeah children that like i didn't it, it sort of just it like came to find me you know what i'm saying like <laughs> it came for me and i was just chilling and i'm like wait a minute now i want a child but like Reagan said like i don't want it now like i think yeah. i do but i know that it would be wise not to yeah um but it's fun to like to have this feeling now mm-hmm. it, especially like it, it's sort of a feeling of wanting to love something mm-hmm. that's really close to you or just like being excited mm-hmm. to love a, a small life yeah and so it's like it's beautiful and it's nice um but yeah so what kind of pets would you accept in in lieu of a child oh my gosh a little kitty baby. a little cat a little cat van cat a van cat but like also a pit bull mm I would, oh my gosh, a pit bull puppy. Mm. Or like a... How would we take care of a puppy in a van? So we get the puppy now. <laughs> and by the time, well, by the time we have the van, it'll still be a puppy, but it'll be bigger. Okay, how do you plan to train it? I don't know how to train dogs. Well, I do. I just know how to get pissed off at them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know how to train dogs. Okay. I I grew up around them. Um... Or, or you know what we do actually? What? So we adopt one mm. that's like already a year old or like okay. a year and a half, two yeah. years old. Yeah. So it's not like, like fetus puppy looking, <laughs> like just tiny itty bitty puppy that's like mm-hmm. gonna chew up everything and pee on everything. Yeah, but it's like already trained, but still needs a home. But not, not like I feel like we need a puppy that's like one years old, so uh-huh. it's technically an adult. But it's like one or two, but not not like the dog that's ten years old and is old already. <laughs> yeah, we need an adventurous pup. Yeah, because we are adventurous people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We go to the adoption center okay. and, and get the dog. There you go. And I'll spend every day with it, and I'll walk it. Oh my gosh, I want a dog actually. This is not. <laughs> this isn't good. This is not a helpful conversation for no. you. Cause like if we have a, we adopt a dog, uh-huh. and then like a year later we get a little kitten. Oh my gosh, it would be so cute. And then our van is really full. But it's cute though. This is the life I want. <laughs> <laughs> dog, cat, and van, living somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know I'm not opposed. Well, that's good. <laughs> Someday. I, I'm i curious to know if anybody has any ideas for odd pets to have in a van. A snake. A snake. That's a freaking bearded dragon. <laughs> you said a bird the other day. Yeah, I was I was doing some yard work at one of my um, old co-workers' house. Um, and I walked in. And she got birds. She had a mm. whole menagerie, honestly. She had like a bunch of birds That's and funny. a dog. Um, 
She didn't have a cat, so I guess it wasn't too much of a menagerie. But it was just mm-hmm. like there were birds like all along the walls in cages. Um, oh my gosh! How yeah. many birds did she have? Well, like the thing was, I was confused because like first I saw like there were like four birds mm-hmm. that she she named like that they were like these were her <laughs> like oh her favorite ones and then like i looked over like into the kitchen and there's just like just like there's more like 10 other birds what the heck? like on the other side of the the house making all this noise i'm like well who are you then like <laughs> <laughs> what are these birds and you have named those ones but That's um tough. she she took them out and mm-hmm. they were beautiful honestly i feel like when you go into PetSmart and you see birds you don't well, I don't know. This probably isn't everybody, but at mm-hmm. least for me, I'm just like, okay, cool. They're birds. Like, I acknowledge that they're there, but yeah. I, I've never actually thought about somebody getting a bird as a pet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, Why not? I don't, I don't know. It's birds just are never... not real pets. It's because birds aren't real. Maybe it was... <laughs> what? <laughs> None of the birds are real. <laughs> what do you mean? All of the birds died in 1983 <laughs> due to what? Reagan killing them. What? The... And replacing them with government drones. Um, this is disturbing. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. What? <laughs> what is this? This is a well-known conspiracy theory. That's really more of a conspiracy joke than conspiracy theory. But yes, it's, it's, it's the theory that the U.S. government is taking birds and killing them and replacing them oh with government gosh. drones for surveillance of its people. Oh my goodness. Well, I wouldn't be surprised about that with the freaking grackles here. But oh like, my gosh, dude. You could never tell. Insert a drone in with the grackles and it looks like you're yeah. a grackle. Like, it, it sounds like it sounds like something mechanical is going grackles on. Grackles are not real. And like, what the heck? <laughs> Literally, dude. Um, yeah, if, if you don't know what a grackle is and you're not in the, you're not from Texas or you haven't been to Texas... Google image Grackles. a grackle. It, it's it's probably Spell it like, like it sounds. Grackle. Grackle. grackle yeah. Um, Why do we even call them grackles? I don't know. Scientific name. I don't know. They look like crows, but like small and annoying. Yeah, and they sound like, like the crows annoying younger younger sibling. Yeah, honestly, and they sound like really weird, kind of like. How do I describe this sound? It almost sounds. It sounds mechanical. It really like does. I don't know. There's like some sort of. It sounds like it sounds if like a robot, metal tearing. Yeah, metal tearing, or if like a robot is like spinning like really fast and you mm-hmm. can't stop it, or like a little a little <laughs> remote control car. <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird. Um, but I was gonna say something and I forgot it. It's okay. Oh, we're the talking birds. about how birds are beautiful. Yeah, they were really pretty. Um, and I I think maybe it's it's because like like that I never really consider them as pets, because if you think like in the pet store, like yeah, you you can see um. Like bunnies, like you see bunnies in the pet store, but you also see bunnies in the wild or like just like out in nature. But like birds, you see them in nature, just like flying, flying freely and just like doing their thing, or like in in trees and stuff. So seeing them, seeing obviously it's different kinds of birds, but I don't know. I've, I've never really made that connection of. I guess since, like, birds are so free and they're just, like, flying in the sky and stuff and then, like, seeing one in a cage and being a pet, I'm just mm-hmm. like, huh? Um, which you could argue that for every other animal, too. <laughs> but well, well. Some animals are nor- more normalized. Yeah. <laughs> My brain was just like, yeah, you know, you don't see wild dogs. And I'm like, wait, 
wait, no, you do. <laughs> you see coyotes and yeah, but you won't see like a wild she zoo. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not a thing. That's oh a my fact. gosh, a wild pug, dude! Imagine just you—you you live in a world where wild droves of dachshunds are just roaming Yo, the world. That would sounds be like mean. a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> Uh. Shizu, <laughs> dead. Yeah, it's. You know what? I'm not gonna get on that soapbox. <laughs> I'm not gonna get on the, the dog breeding, soapbox. Yeah. For rich ass white people. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> cough, cough. The the British dog breeding societies. Yikes. Anyway. I do want a Doberman pincher though. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I wouldn't clip its ears or its tail. Well, but how do you get one without clipped ears and tails? Oh, they, baby, they don't, well. Get them right off the assembly line? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there are, they, when, when they're puppies, like, you know, they don't, they, you have to physically clip, they don't, they don't come out just with right. pointed ears I and guess stuff. what I'm saying is, how do you find ones? Because, like, anybody's well, selling Doberman puppies is gonna probably pre-clip this stuff. Well, not everybody. Really? Yeah. yeah How depends. much are Doberman puppies? Uh, probably as much as any other puppy. Okay. Puppies are stupid expensive. They are. They're wicked expensive. It's crazy. Wait, can I just have an R.I.P. moment? There was. <laughs> R.I.P. for the dachshunds. Yeah, for the, the yeah for the dachshund. There was this one this one dachshund. I don't know if my family is listening to this podcast, <laughs> but if you are, R.I.P. to Rosie. Right. Um. <laughs> Sierra's got beef. (laughs) Let me just tell this story real quick. So, my dad, um, when we, we, they're still living in Rhode Island. And when I was living with my family in Rhode Island, um, this was, uh, probably two or three years ago, I think. Um, he wanted to surprise my mom with a a dachshund puppy. Oh, God. So cute. They had, they, I think they'd been talking about it a little bit. But he just, like, one random day was like, I'm going to go do this. So he drove to Connecticut, which was, like, an hour, maybe two-hour drive. He drove to Connecticut and kind of told my mom that he was going on an errand or whatever. Um, and homeboy was gone all day. So I'm like, That's wait, suspicious. where's dad? And my mom was like, I don't know. And I'm like, That's is he? Like, suspicious. I was always, like, <laughs> the worst-case scenario. Like, did he get in a car accident? Did somebody He's run dead. him over? Like, what's happening to dad? He hasn't been back in two hours. He's clearly dead. <laughs> Stop. It was, like, a whole day. It was, like, a good, like, <laughs> six hours or... It was a, it was a long time, um, like long enough to not just be going to the grocery store and to Lowe's. And I'm like, where is my dad? Um, and and so he came back home with this puppy. Like he came back at like 8 p.m. It was like, Dad, where have you been? With this puppy, this little dachshund puppy. Her name was Rosie, and she was so cute. She was a cute little thing. And everybody was like, Oh my gosh, Dad! Like what the heck? And I think at first my mom was like excited, but then she was like, Derek, like what have you done? Um, we had two other dogs at the time, and of course it's like a puppy, so they needed time to, like, get used to the new dog. Um, she cried at night because she's a puppy, and basically, like, the timing just wasn't good, and my mom wanted him to take the puppy back because, um, because it was too much of a workload. She was only in our house for three days. And he drove back to Connecticut to return her, and it was just it was it was very sad. Um, it was it was just like another tally onto the dog fiasco with 
my family, but um, it was, um, yeah, that was R.I.P. to Rosie. She was, I, I have like two pictures of her on my phone, um, and she was never seen again, so. Um, but I just want to say my dad is a wonderful man, and he just wanted to encourage my mom, um, so. Because men just want to do that. Yeah, and and I, I, I recognize that, and I felt bad because, like, my mom was actually upset. <laughs> um, but my dad's heart was really, really pure and really, really good with the that decision, and he just wanted to encourage my mom because that's something that she wanted. Um, it just wasn't a good time. But um, R.I.P. to Rosie. Um, that was very sad. <laughs> like three days, she didn't even last. That's so tough. Not even a week. <laughs> uh, you asked me how I was doing. Yes. So I should ask you how are you doing. Oh. Um, and then we'll probably wrap up. Okay. I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, oh, actually, I'm proud of myself. Um, I finished, I completed my first commission order for mm-hmm. my website. Yep. Um, I, I knit, if you guys are new listening uh, or forgot. Um, I, I have a knitting business. Mm-hmm. I am an entrepreneur now. That's right. <laughs> um, That's right. <laughs> and um I sell my knit right now I'm I'm selling my um knit sweaters that I knit mm-hmm. cuz that's like the I I can knit two types of sweaters and I'm currently experimenting with more things um to knit and sell but I um finished my I got my first commission from my friend Gabriella mm-hmm. shout out to Gabriella in um in Rhode Island and um I finished that um, last week, I think it was, because today's, today's Wednesday, so, last week I finished it, and I mailed it out to her, mm-hmm. excuse me, and she got it the other day, so, um, that was really cool, and I'm wrapping up a lot of projects, which feels so good, um, mm-hmm. I just mailed out, um, two sweaters to our friends Devin and Eli, mm-hmm. um, in North Carolina, and, um, that, those, those sweaters have been sitting in the corner for, <laughs> like, two months. Waiting for um, us to have money to ship them. Yeah. <laughs> so, we finally do now, so it, um, it, that felt just, like, so good just to do that after it's been, like, been on my list of things to do for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm just about to finish another sweater that I am working on today. Um, I'll be done with it, um, uh, for my sister-in-law, Heidi. Um, so yeah, it just feels, I, I feel proud of myself because I'm finishing things that I've been wanting to finish for like a month. Um, yeah. and then I can start working on stuff for the Pecan Collective. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I'm going to be participating in the Pecan Collective, um, oh, um, at, in, it's in Pflugerville, um, the first week of every month they have like an artisan fair mm-hmm. um on West Pecan Street um and so I'm going to be participating in the one on August 5th um and I'll have my booth and I'll be selling my knit products yep. so right now I'm in creative idea mode trying mm-hmm. to trying to test out like bags and tank mm-hmm. tops because it's way too hot for people to be buying sweaters now yeah. um so yeah I don't know. I didn't really answer your question, but... That's okay. I guess I... How I feel is good that... Yes. I'm making 
I feel productive and I I feel happy. Yeah. Um, it's good. I feel annoyed with the weather because it's so yeah, hot. It's kind of sucky. And you have to change clothes like twice a day. Literally. Because you sweat through it, but. Like you take a shower, you go outside to do anything, and you come back and you don't want to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, that about wraps up our episode for the day. Yeah. Anything else you want to share with the crowd? Thank y'all for listening. If you're still listening, this is like episode 10, I think. Yeah. Or 9 or 10, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you want to say something about the Patreon again? No. Okay. Do you have anything you want to say? I do not. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah. I hope you have a great day. And uh, tune in next week. Another episode of On the Trail with Shuddies. Oh, yeah.